Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to this week, Beanie and the Boom podcast, where I'm missing my partner in crime today, Beanie and Wells, but I got my boy here today with me, Christian Bryant. Hey, CB, hey, what's hey. going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Boom? You know, excited to be on the show today, man. Second time. Second, oh, yeah, second time. Second time. On the show. Look, thank you, Beanie. For missing a day, <laughs> I will for surely fulfill your seat the proper way, my man. Yeah, man. What's going on, though, man? How you feeling, man? What's new? I mean, obviously, you've been on here before, so you kind of know what's what's going on. But uh, you know, tell us, give us a little update. What what you got going on? Yeah, you know, right now, man, I got my beautiful daughter in the building, man. The newest addition to the Bryant family, okay, the legacy. Okay. You know, congratulations, Bryant. Thank you, thank you. You know, just. Playing the dad role today, you know, oh, yeah. trying to trying to win dad of the year, man. So this not know. the first time we had daddy, daddy daycare here to, uh, today, oh, man. Yeah, you know, well, you know, Beanie has had had his boys in here, and some of our other guests have had their their kids with him. So we happy to have you and your daughter today, man. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of just uh, well, you know what? Let me ask you this, man. So are you a guy that likes to win win money, right? Yeah, of course, I like to win money. So so you like to gamble a little bit, right? Here and there. I gamble with my friends, closest <laughs> friends, you know. I can say that much, I guess. So look, man, I'm going to need you to start going on betdsi.com where you can go in there and bet on all the games you want to bet. All you got to do is use a promo code BENNY100 and you can make it happen. And they pay fast, bro. I'm talking about super fast. Okay, betdsi. Okay, I'll bet, put that on my radar. Betdsi. Beanie 100 is a promo code. If you're out there and you want to bet on any games, college, pro, that is the place to go. Bet DSI. Use the promo code Beanie 100. And trust me, people, you get your money fast. I've been winning. I've been playing. He going to start betting, and he going to win some money. So we good. <laughs> Look, if Boom is going to win $10,000 plus, you guys know that this is definitely the, the gambling side that you guys need to be a part of if he talking big money like right, this. So right. go ahead, check it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, man, you know, obviously uh, you play here at Ohio State, man, and they made, uh, you know, some, some big-time changes, and we rolling right now. We rolling yes, right now, yes, Coach. They got are. the boys playing, playing, playing great. Um, we got a big game on the road tomorrow night against Northwestern. Just kind of give me some of your thoughts of uh, how the team's playing, you know, so far this year, and what you think of Coach Day in his uh, first year. And um, you know, we got a new defensive coordinator. Uh, shoot, basically almost a whole new defensive staff. Yeah. Give me your thoughts on the the team and the coaching staff. You know, the funny thing about Coach Day is. Everyone prior to the season had questions on his toughness as a coach. But me personally, I feel like toughness as a coach is showing that you can fulfill big shoes coming after Urban Meyer um, and still getting the job done. You know, Coach Coach Day has obviously been prepped the correct way, um, you know, as a coach with his uh, – with the with his past 
with his past coaching buddies and things like that. So Coach Day, to me, has done a wonderful job, especially with the, the foundation laid is still there with, you know, uh, Coach Mick, uh, Coach Mick, uh, Stamp, Volt, you know, uh, Mark Pantone. So it's still kind of the, the building block still there. And Coach Day has done a wonderful do- job fulfilling those shoes. Um, he has a team rolling right now. The offense is looking more dynamic than ever to me uh right now but it's not really to me it's not really anything new you know they they continue to recycle players each and every year um and right now the talent on Ohio State is going crazy you know um from top to bottom from the O-line to the receivers and you know of course JK and um you know the new QBs doing a wonderful job uh you know stepping into that role as the quarterback one and and you know just doing promising things. He has a big future ahead of him, um, and I'm glad he came to Ohio State. But on the other on the other side of the ball, man, this is probably one of the best defensive, you know, execution uh, as far as scheme wise that I've seen Ohio State fulfill right now. I think that they become a little bit more simpler in their schemes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they don't have the players thinking as much out there. It's more instinctual play uh, to me and my. You know, my assumptions as just watching the games and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I think guys are making plays on the ball. They're turning the ball over, which is, you know, substantial in a football game. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you win a turnover battle, I think your odds on winning that game is like close to 85 uh, percent of the time. So and those are numbers that, you know, coaches tell us about before the games. You know, if you win a turnover battle, our chances of winning this football game are, are much higher. So, you know, uh you know, going into tomorrow night, I don't, I don't think uh, it's much for us to worry about. You know, Northwestern, obviously, you know, they play hard, they try hard, but again, that's nothing really that can, you know, stop us. Yeah, I mean, for us to be reckoned with. You brought up the Northwestern game, who we play tomorrow night. Um, I feel the same way. I mean, obviously, in the back of my head, it's always, you know, these type of games that I'm, I'm in the back of my head. I'm a little nervous about because it's always like, you know, can this be like one of those games where we, you know, Purdue, you know, last year or, yeah. you know, or shoot. When I was in school, I think we lost to Purdue two times uh, or even like a um, who else did we lose to? Like one of, but I mean, you know what I'm saying when it comes to like one of these games. I mean, this could be one of those Friday nights away game playing on somebody else's turf where it's like, okay, we rolling high right now, yeah. and this team, obviously, you know, we're Ohio State, so everybody has a circle on on their schedule, and they think that's like their you know national yeah, championship, cover, right, you know. Exactly. So it's like it makes me a little nervous, but I'm pretty confident that we're gonna be good tomorrow night, and. Um, we should win the game. Yeah, you big. know, you know, and and Northwestern fans and Northwestern guys, whoever listen to this, uh, you know, they be watering their field down when speed, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when speed comes comes up north, man. So we gotta, we gotta. You had that, hey, you had that happen. Yeah, man. Of course, when we, you know, you know, uh, teams try to let their grass grow substantially high <laughs> when they know a lot of four 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 three guys is coming to the to the stadium man so they could kind of slow them down get their feet you know not planting their uh cleats into the ground and things like that man so i feel like as a player tomorrow oh state we better bring them three four inch cleats out tomorrow man it's gonna be a muddy one 
So you think they need the uh, the, act, the actual long cleat? Yeah, they, we need the actual long <laughs> cleat so we can stick our feet in the ground and go. That's what we need. Yeah, that's what's up. Shout man. out. We got to call Kev. EQ. Oh, EQ yeah. Ohio State head guy, Kev. Shout out to you, baby. Let's yeah, get it yeah. to him. Um, I know you were speaking on the defense. I mean, obviously, you played on the, on the defense side of the ball. I mean, what do you think it is that Greg Madison has done uh, that's made the big difference from last year's team, last year's defense to this year's defense. Because I mean, obviously, I mean we playing lights out, and I, I, as you know, the secondary and the linebacker core was we we struggled a lot last, last year. year. And I, I'm, I mean, in my opinion, I think is they're just kind of letting the guys play fast now. They're not throwing a whole bunch of different schemes around. They're not throwing a whole bunch of different stuff where guys are are thinking. But now it seems like they're just out there playing fast, and it, it, it's simple. It's simple football. Yeah, well, to me, I mean, also credit goes out to the guys that's actually playing the game. You know, uh, these guys are a year older now. You mm-hmm. know, they're uh, they're more embedded in what they're what they believe in. They, the coaches are are giving them a plan, and they're obviously seeing results, positive results from what they're being coached. So, I always say if. No matter how you, you know, take a coach's actual teaching style, um, it may be you may look at it and say, Man, I don't I don't wanna do it this way, but you know, as a player, me speaking on, you know, obviously experience, um, when you see positive results from a coaching's teach I mean a coaching uh teaching style, uh or whatnot, if you see positive results as an individual, as a player, and you see yourself progressing and not going back, taking steps backwards, you're always going to, you know, follow suit in that direction. And, you know, the guys on the defense right now, I feel like everybody is coming into their own. Everybody is coming into as a group, family-oriented type group. And everyone out there seems to believe in one another uh, also because, you know, as a defense, communication is everything. So, right. you know, if, if – I got a guy standing next to me, and I know for a fact that he doesn't know what he's doing on this play. Of course, I'm not going to want him out there with me. And the vibe that I'm getting from the defense right now is everyone believes that the guy standing next to him is capable of making a big play. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, you had uh, Paul Haynes as your defensive back coach. When yeah, you I had co- coach. Well, actually, uh, you know, so my story in the coming into our state, I, I was recruited as a as uh, a cornerback right. so you know coach Tave coach Tave Johnson he recruited me here uh and Tave also, Johnson. yeah coach Tave you know <laughs> shout out to my guy uh with the Oakland Raiders now but uh you know he uh he kind of brought me in as a corner so you know my whole mindset at that point in time when I first came in was to play corner um and then as we got later on in the camp I don't know uh well, the kind of talks that me and him had were uh, you're playing really physical at the cornerback position right now, and we need you to move to the safety room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Coach Haynes didn't – he didn't recruit me. Uh, obviously, we had a, a good relationship because he was a, the, uh, the safeties coach, which is, uh, you know, right next door to the corner's room. But, uh, you know, I was – I didn't know what to expect because I didn't really – I never got coached by him or I didn't know him like super personal like that. So I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that I had uh, Jamel Hines, a former Glenville uh, alumni in that in that room, too. So I had guidance in that room. But I was I was kind of upset about having having to switch positions and and play nickel. 
uh, nickel and safety my my uh, freshman year. But uh, Coach Haynes, he took me in with open arms, man. He, he got me prepared to play like two weeks after I moved to that room um, against Illinois. And that was my first time playing in a big game um, at Ohio State. Uh, and his coaching methods were a little bit different than Coach Taves. Coach Taves was a type of guy who, you know, he was – he was hands-on with you. He First, he wanted to know who, what type of person you were, and then he would kind of go off of your ability from there, what you're, what you're capable of doing on the football field. Uh, um, and then Coach Haynes, he was more of a, a thinking type of coach mm. to me. You know, he was more X's and O's, strategically thinking. Uh, but also, he instilled that football knowledge and education in me as a safety uh you know when I switched positions he kind of showed me to read the defense and what was going on with the uh the defensive line up front with the stunts and the linebacker movement and safety fits and things like that so it kind of advanced me to that next stage of football in my career that okay now I'm getting that confidence is is becoming to become a easier more simple for me each and every day with this guy coach Haynes coaching me because he was more of a you know like I said strategic and X's and O's type of coach where he actually sat you down and taught you the game of football and keeping leverage on the defense and things like that just you know uh you know a lot of a lot of kudos to coach coach Haynes man he he did a lot for me at Ohio State early on in my career for sure yeah for sure I mean you also had to you had the opportunity to play for Tress and Coach Urban Meyer, man. I mean, though, uh, in, in my eyes, you know, I never had the opportunity to to play for Urban, but they just seemed like they're two totally different guys, you know. Yeah. Kind of talk about your, you know, your time with Trust and then your time with uh with Urban. What was like the big difference, and you know, who would you rather play? I mean. Who was? Uh, who did you enjoy playing well, for? More? You know, the the I actually literally just heard, uh, you know, coach Coach Zach Smith speaking up, speaking on this, uh, on his podcast recently. He spoke on the Coach Tress to Coach Meyer transition, and it was, you know, when when Coach Meyer came in, it was, you know, the the year before that we went. What what was it like? Six and so my last year, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. you gotta bring up all those <laughs> That's stuff? what I said. <laughs> Look, we we had a we had a horrible year. I mean, we're, you know, obviously everyone knows it was because of you know the NCAA doing malicious things and taking away football from guys like yourself, Devere Posey, Solomon Thomas, Terrell Pryor, things like that. You know, they wanted to. I feel like. Make in our the, career yeah exactly <laughs> look make their presence be felt for sure but uh you know we had a rough year that year just because of that just you know uh it wasn't a it wasn't really a internal type of deal to me uh but when coach Meyer and the game came came over it was kind of hard to to switch our perspective and our you know our way of thinking as to you know just buy into coach Meyer and what he has to say because like coach Smith said and this is uh, my point of view also. Uh, you know, it's hard to kind of transition uh, guys in your program coming from a winning program. And Coach Meyer is also coming with a winning background to this winning program. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard for guys to look 
and follow suit to a guy who has a winning background, obviously, but in prior years, Ohio State, we had great years prior to, uh, you know, Coach Tress's demise at Ohio State. Uh, but, you know, uh, Coach Tress was just a guy who who had those personal relationships with guys right off the bat. He's one of those guys who, you know, uh, he'll remember anything that you tell him. Mm-hmm. He'll remember anybody in your family who he meets. He He's a genuine, loving grandparent away from home (laughs) you know like seriously he loves you to death and he'll tell you when you're wrong he'll tell you you know he knows when to praise you and things like that but i feel like tress got a bad stigma because he was more of that player type of relationship type of coach because people couldn't understand how can a head coach have this loving relationship with his players how he you know how he kind of fell on the sword with the you know, with the ordeal that happened prior to him leaving Ohio State. He he went to bat for, you know, some guys, quote-unquote, you know. Uh, but, like, that is that is just something that a lot of head coaches in the country just don't do. You can talk to a, multiple, a multitude of players uh, from different colleges and ask them how was your experience with your head coach like man i hated that dude yeah. like bro he didn't yeah. do anything for us like boom boom like right. it's a complete negative experience for the for those guys that's why you I, got mad love for both coaches mad love for both of them man you know coach meyer he he held it down on my end uh you know and again i was an older guy when coach meyer came in so it was kind of a different perspective that I was looking at him with. And like I said before, uh, he came in with a plan and it took guys a little bit of time to fall into or to really understand and to really take heave to his plan. But like I said before, we seen results from what he came in and did. And, you know, if you see results as a player, hey, that's what you want to do. Right. How would you see yourself fitting in with uh, Ryan? Like, say, say if you had to be on Ryan Day's team right now, how would you see yourself fitting in? It depends on what year we talking. <laughs> this we, year, what we, you mean? No, I'm saying depends on what year I am in school. If I'm a freshman or if I'm a senior, you know, is you know, you know, bro, those transitions like or those particular years are completely different like freshman to a senior because senior year you already really have a foundation laid you know what i'm saying and as a freshman you're trying to understand all this chaos that's going on around you from class from tutors to practice to extra meetings people don't understand that the yeah. schedule it's of a uh, of a student or a student athlete, really a, a student football athlete. player, because we can't really speak on any All other sports, athletes because yeah, we don't true. know what they have going on, but we just know what we endured, <laughs> you know, uh, from being in those, from being in that environment. But I mean, you know. It's all love from my perspective from, from for both guys, Coach Tress and Coach Meyer. Man, love both guys dearly for sure. They did a lot for me. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. So, so looking on the rest of the this year, man. I mean, I, me and Beanie kind of he he thought I was crazy when I was when I was saying this, but from the jump, I said, you know, I think Ohio State was going undefeated. I, I felt like we were running the table in the Big Ten. I felt like, you know, 
we should get to the playoffs this year. I think we could do our job in the playoffs and we can get to the national championship. That was my opinion. Everybody was looking at me crazy. What were they saying? What was what was so what was so bad about that? We got a brand, you know, you know what it was. We got a new, we got a new quarterback. We got a new head coach. Everything's kind of new, so they didn't have the feel. But I just felt like you know I seen what Coach Day did. You know his first three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was last year. Last yeah. year, and I seen how the how the team was playing. So I'm like, man, if he do what what he was doing the first three games last year and. He has all this talent, and he puts it all together. I think I think we should run the table. Yeah, and that I feel like that's, and I still feel the same way. I feel like you know the the team is getting better every week. I feel like the defense has 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 grown into something great. You know, they playing fast, playing good, making plays. They you know they're one of the top ranked defense. You know, in college football, I think it's all good. I mean, in your opinion. Do you see us still going, you know, undefeated? And and who is the team that that you're kind of worried about, you know, us us playing this year? You know, well, first of all, I I kind of had the same perspective that you had even before the season, just looking at our schedule prior to the season even started. I mean, I mean, to me, it's a cakewalk. Yeah. You know, especially with the talent that we have. Uh, I ain't gonna call it a cakewalk, but you I know, mean, hey, we still gotta call play. Me cocky. Hey, we still gotta play Penn State, who's oh, rolling good. Yeah, we still gotta we, play Wisconsin. But who, we play, we play, we play both of those teams at home, right? Still, or do we play Penn State at home? We lost to Penn State at home before. Yeah, true enough. And Penn State is one of those teams that you know you never know what Penn State you're gonna get, especially. But like you said. Earlier on in the show, everybody gonna bring their A game against hey, yeah. Ohio State. But the That's thing circle. that we have actually right now, to me, is it just seems like the players have bought in to Coach Day. Mm-hmm. You know, it seemed to me me having conversations with guys on the team right now. Actually, they love him. Mm-hmm. Like they love Coach Day for for what type of person he is, um, and what type of coach he is. He 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 seems like a guy who's non confrontational, you know. And as a as a young player, those are type of those are the type of coaches sometimes that people gravitate towards because they don't like they don't like that friction. They don't like that you know guys getting on them like that. Especially this day and age, it's a new generation. Mm-hmm. So again, you have to as a coach, you have to see what type of players and what type of personalities that you have residing on the team and kind of go from there especially like you know this day and age it's this guy's 18 19 years old on that team right now they're a lot different from me and you when we were you know uh coming up you know just with you know social media just every what everyone knows of today's uh day and age and and young and young people uh yes i mean social media could either hurt you or or in your career for sure you know um Look, you just said a double negative. <laughs> <laughs> I sure you, you know what I meant. Yeah, for sure. But you know uh, what I but it uh, can help your career or, or yeah, in, in your sure. career. Exactly. But uh, you know, guys guys just tend they just seem to me like they they've bought into what Coach Day is telling them in the locker room in team meetings and just his his approach to how he wants to orchestrate the team and you know, from a guy who has such a dynamic offensive mind and uh, you know, just putting guys in positions, especially as coaches, also because we have a, uh, we have different coaches on the coaching staff who also can expand on that and you know, kind of help Coach Day embrace the position that he's in. Uh, 
and help him flourish with the team. And I feel like right now, I don't see us. I don't see us losing the game. You know, and shoot, I'll say that for the rest of the season. Like I've been saying, I feel you. I mean, I'm the same way. <laughs> um, I'm the same way. I feel like we should we should run the table the rest of the year. You know, I think I think I think I mean Wisconsin is playing great. Um Wisconsin but that's the thing about Wisconsin. Wisconsin is, you know, they they're one sh- one like one trick pony always. Everybody every know they year. can run the ball. Run the ball. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I feel like we got what it takes to to stop to that. To stop, bro. We got so many athletes but, on the But on the, I don't know if you've seen uh, I think they had like four shutouts this year. No, uh, yeah, their defense is definitely like top ten in the country. I honestly, think. I don't know who they they've really played, but you know that's impressive to have you know four four shutouts, you know, in the season. Yeah, but know. what what are we averaging on offense? Like thirty some points, something like that. Thirty some points a game. I think something crazy. Man, look, man, it doesn't matter. We doing it. We getting the job done. Facts. You know, with Justin Fields and uh, J.K. Dobbins uh, doing their job. I'm not gonna lie, man. The offense, bro. As a team overall, we playing lights out. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course, you got little small tweaks here and there each week that you have to improve on, of course. But as an overall team, and you know, our play so far throughout the season, we haven't took a drop. Yeah. To me, we've actually risen risen to the occasion you know everybody talks about the offense and the defense um i remember tress i know you remember where tress used to say the most important playing football is what special team but what what was it though what punt yes (laughs) but it's just crazy because you know our offense is playing good our defense is playing good but you got to look at our special teams too i think we got like two or three two two or three block punts a Mm. couple block field goals i mean i I think it takes all three stages of football for us to to be playing how we how we're playing, and, and for us to go undefeated, and for us to go into the playoffs and get the respect, and then have the chance to play for the national championship. And I think that's what that team is doing right now. Yeah, you know, we always kind of mix it up with little exotic block punts and things like that. You know, we we like to bring some pressure in that regards because we got so much speed out there. We got to use it somehow. Yeah, give me your uh. Give me your your favorite player on both sides of the ball right now. I can't really say. Or who who's a guy player. that's that's standing out, and who's that guy that you know I think people were sleeping on, and that's actually kind of balling now. Man, you got a couple guys, honestly, who who kind of like. Increase. I mean, obviously, we know on defense. You know, you got Chase Young, who's who's playing lights out this year. Oh yeah, I mean, that's no question. Yeah, like he was do the animal. Like we, everyone knew that, so that wasn't a surprise. But uh, to me, I feel like um, Wentz is playing a lot better. Wentz, yeah, twenty. Yeah, he's playing. He's, he definitely playing a lot better. He's it's it's just like he he's got more confidence this year. You know, and he's he's flying around more because he's not. He's not thinking as much, and he he seems like he has a grasp on, you know, different checks and things like that. Especially playing linebacker, you have to you have to be able to communicate, you know, to the def or to the defensive backs and to the defensive line. Um, but I don't know, man. To me, the secondary the secondary is, I mean, I could be biased, but they've been playing good. Oh, I thought you were about to say that we got the best secondary in college football right now. 
you can quote me. <laughs> what you mean? Indeed, we got the we definitely have the best defensive back group in the country. BIA, best in America. You know, DBU. DBU for sure. Yeah. This is the real DBU. You know what I'm saying? We have we got the resume. We still got the guys in the NFL. You know, we got the most first rounders secondary, you know, in the position. Uh and we and we also have future first first rounders on on the field this year yeah. so you know but on offense i feel like the receiving the receiving core is playing playing a lot better as a as a group mm-hmm. you know last year was it was you know this guy this week this guy this week this guy this week it wasn't as a collective unit each week in and each week out you right. know what i'm saying um so that group right there uh brian hartline he's done a you know, terrific job stepping in and and filling those filling those shoes of Zone Six, um, and you know those guys obviously are is buying into what he's saying in the meeting rooms too. Uh, and he has a he has a great resume behind him. You know, former Ohio State athlete or football player, former NFL player. Yeah. You know, I mean that's easy for for a a college athlete or a football player to want to relate to a guy who's. Walk those shoes, man. It's a lot. Who's done it? Who who's had the opportunity? So I, I think it's a plus for us to have him on our coaching staff and also um, have him as one of our one of our top recruits. Because I think he's uh, top five recruiter in college football right now. I think he might be top two or something like that. Yeah, they love him. Um, top but, two, but I'm not two. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy? That's crazy. I mean, speaking on speaking on, um, you know, college football. Period, man. We got a guy. Um, that used to be here, Joe Burrow, who's leading LSU to yeah. a great thing right now. I mean, he, he got those guys playing playing great, and you know he's a guy who who transferred from 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 here. But I guess I would just ask you a question. You know, if he was still here, you know, you have him and Justin Fields both still here. Who are you starting at quarterback? You gotta go Burrows. You mm. have to. Mm. To me, in my perspective, mm. just mm. just for the simple fact, you know, obviously they seem, well, I don't know actually thinking back, man. But, I mean, it's a toss-up either way. But to me, you go Burroughs just through experience, I guess, you know. What you mean? He experience as far as experience in in that offensive system. You man, know, cause this would what This would be what, his fourth year? No. This would be his fourth year. No, it wouldn't. Well, third or fourth year. Last year was his first year starting it. No, no, no. I mean, like, he, he got to be like a junior or oh, a yeah, senior, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, if he was still at O State, it would be like his third or fourth year in that Ohio State system with the same coaches, with the same players. You so, know? you saying, so you saying if we got both of these dudes, Joe Burrow and Justin Fields, both on the team right now, which is we know Justin Fields is, is our starting quarterback. We got both of them. You're going to start Burroughs over Fields. We got to start Burroughs. You have to think, like, Justin Fields. I don't know, man. I'm saying, like, looking at it as a whole. You got to look at it as a whole. You got to think. We got a brand-new transfer coming in. I'm saying, off the bat, I'm starting Burroughs. Cause I see what you're Justin saying. Justin Fields, I, I mean, see what you're you know, saying. I see he, what wouldn't, saying. he wouldn't have proven anything at that time. 
That's it. So man. you know he would have he would have just had to outshine Joe Burrows and take his spot if that was the case. Well, speaking of Burrows, I mean he's one of the top candidates for the, for the Heisman. I mean, uh, who else do you see? Um, I guess. Has and that's and that's crazy right there. Just to think about. My bad to cut you off, but that's crazy to think about. Burrows is up for the Heisman if he wins the Heisman. And if he goes first round, just think about this. That's just like uh, your boy from Cleveland right now, though. He transferred to Oklahoma. No, but what I'm saying is how, you know, last year Dwayne Haskins, right? Right. Burroughs couldn't beat Haskins out, right? Correct. So he had to transfer. Mm-hmm. So if you had all three, right? hey, if you had all three here right now, Haskins, Burroughs, Fields, who are you going to start? <laughs> Looking at the resume that all of them has put out so far, ah, I can't call it, man. Man, what? <laughs> man, you got to call it. You on the spot man, now? I don't want to make nobody. No, I'm just talking. But I, I don't know, man. I like the way Justin Fields is playing. Honestly, I like the way that he's you just, taking but, control. But you just said you would start Burrows over him right now. I was saying that just because of you had to look at it. And as retrospectively, man, like if Joe Burrows is at Ohio State for four straight years, he's been sitting behind two guys and you got a a red shirt freshman transferring in to Ohio State, hasn't played it down in college football, but this is the first time. Well, I mean, he played probably in blowout games, whatever. But he's coming into this brand new fresh system. That he's trying to get a grasp upon. Oh, uh, I get got, what you're saying. You know, exactly, right. bro. But so, like I said, I like the way that Justin Fields is playing right now. He's doing a he's doing an incredible job taking control of the offense, man, and and I just hope he keep it up. And do you think he should be in the talks for the Heisman? Yeah, I guess. What you mean you guess? I like JK. <laughs> I like JK to be in the talks for the Heisman, to be honest. The way that he's been dominating college football since the season started. So give me your four guys. If you had to pick four right now. In the Heisman race. You ain't got to put them in order. Just just give me four guys. JK Dobbins. Wow. Okay. Three. Uh, you got three more. Justin Fields, Chase <laughs> Young. <laughs> hey, I'm a Chase Young. Everybody, everybody that go to Ohio State, everybody that's dominating at Ohio State right now, put him in the Hey, man. I like it. For sure. I like it. I like it. We talk about potential first-round candidates right here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, um, so I don't know if you've seen where the XFL just had, had, a, had a draft. Um, yeah, I seen that. I seen that. I got a couple guys that. Yeah, we got a congratulations. We, we got a lot of Buckeyes who uh, who actually uh, Cordell been one of the guys. I actually talked. I talked to talked to him this morning, a couple of days ago. Um, and he's a he's out there in D.C. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on the, the whole you know XFL thing? And I mean, I mean, now, are you done playing? So if the, if the XFL called you right now, say you know we want to give you a three year contract to come play right now. I don't really want to speak on my. You know, <laughs> I don't really want to speak on my situation with football. But, okay, you know the. Uh, to me, the you know seeing seeing guys get drafted into the XFL, you know, to me, it's a it's going to be a good opportunity for those guys to ch- showcase their abilities. You know, yeah. obviously put some film back on tape so for some NFL teams to see because obviously people are doing it to advance 
their career back into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be televised, so it's going to be a lot, a lot of national media uh, covering the XFL. So, you know, the opportunities that the guys that are playing in that league are going to have are going to be endless. Um, you know, it's still, it's still, you know, it's going to be some politics in it. Obviously, because it's ultimately a business as well as the NFL or whatever corporation that we're speaking about or organization. Um, but <clears throat> for those guys just to get themselves back out there and for for those 32 NFL teams to, to uh, you know, see what they can do on the football field and see if they can contri- contribute to an NFL roster next year is to me substantial, especially if guys are still wanting to, you know, further their career and advance it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just hope that it, it, you know, it holds up. I mean, yeah, that's the only thing. We've seen a couple of leagues who, you know, started up and then, you know, they ended because, you know, money issues. Uh, I don't think they'll have too many issues with the XFL. I mean, it's something that, that's, that's been around before. Um, the thing about the XFL that's different is you have a lot of football guys actually running this league. Yeah. You know, with the uh, Alliance of America F- League. It wasn't football guys, yeah. I guess, you know, at the top totem pole yeah. in that league. It was just business guys kind of just seeing a business opportunity and ultimately pulling their funding from that league when they didn't see things fit in the proper ways that they they seen it. But, uh, you know, that's to me going to be the biggest difference is, uh, you know, you have NFL execs and actually former NFL players running that league. Yeah. So. You know that's substantial too. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Cordell, he has sent me uh, a message the other day. It was telling me that Pep Hamilton is his head coach. Pep was my offensive coordinator when I played for the Colts, and I don't, I don't know if you know this. Pep was Michigan's offensive coordinator last year. So, what's your thoughts on him? Pep, cool. Okay, he cool. Um, you know, he was uh, when we was at the Colts together. He was Andrew Luck's offensive coordinator when he was in Stanford, so they had a mm-hmm. relationship. But Pep is cool. He's a uh, he's creative. Um, he's a person that think you know everything should work. There's not a play that he can run that that, that shouldn't work. Okay. So uh, he he's creative, and uh, I'm sure he he's gonna do a, a good job. He, he's the head coach now, so um, I think that that's gonna be a new thing for him. But uh, a guy with Car- like Cardell behind the helm, hey, they should maybe yeah man, a lot of football games. Yeah, switching over to. The NFL, man. Um, you talk about you're a Browns fan, right? Mm, I guess my I mean, loyalty, my loyalty lies, I guess, in Cleveland somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, I don't really, I don't really have a favorite NFL team to be honest. See, it, I like, I it's like kind of because you played exactly, in the NFL, you know, so, so we have different. So once you're done playing, it's like, all right, I don't really got a team. I just rock with my guys. Who, that's exactly how you know. I got, I got players. So exactly, but it's the home team. It's the though. home team for sure. So, so, so I want to so, see them do. So good. you gonna you, you gonna root for them? Yeah, I want to. What's up with the Browns, well. man? Why why they struggling so bad? On to your me, thoughts? to me, it's the complete opposite of what I said with Coach Day. The team right now, to me, it doesn't seem like they're buying into what the coaches have to say. You know, that like those type of issues and problems are evident, especially 
as a former player and you and you're watching it from outside looking in especially on on Sundays guys playing and running around you can tell when a guy is locked all the way in to what he believes on that field just through his effort through his relentlessness 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 <laughs> man tongue twister going crazy but uh but um you know, just the guys right now for the Browns, it, it just to me, it doesn't seem like everyone trusts each other. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it seems like it's just friction going on somewhere somehow. I don't, I couldn't tell you because I'm not inserted in that organization. But I don't know, man. I just know that they got a lot of unhappy customers in Cleveland right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just as being from people being fans out there and. A lot of hype going into the season, but I mean, it's still time for them to turn it around. They got time to turn it around, and I look at it like this you get a lot of guys who haven't really played together, so it's gonna take time for that to to, to mold. It's gonna time, it's gonna take time for guys to get the chemistry down together. It's gonna take time for the whole thing to even work. You know, it ain't just gonna work like that because you got all these guys. I mean. But then you got to look back on what was their offseason look like, you know? They brought in a whole bunch of guys. But what I'm saying is. What did they do had, during the, yeah, the time? The time on, that man. they had together. You like, know, you, man, you know how it is, though. I know how it they is. They might not start gelling. I play defense, though. Yeah, they might not start gelling. I was going to say to the playoffs, but they might not even have a chance to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. You know? I mean, to me, they have – and they also have a lot of guys injured. Especially in the secondary, even even though yet and still the secondary played played well without Denzel and uh, the new former first rounder uh, Williams. Greedy, yeah, Will, uh, Greedy Williams. Uh, they and, need them though. They definitely need them. If they yeah. want big play plays out there on the field, they need those guys to, you know, to get their bodies right and come yeah. back a hundred percent if they really want to get get far in the playoffs because you know playoffs come it's a different build that you need out there right you right. know speak speaking of big plays i mean big big time players are making big plays i, I know you probably seen uh jalen ramsey get traded from the jaguars <laughs> to the rams yeah, I definitely seen that. um i mean that's that's i mean i think both teams kind of won because uh um the ravens get what's the kid's name uh the corner uh, Peters. Pete, yeah, they get yeah. Peters. He went to Oakland, I thought. No, no, no. He went to the Ravens. He went to the Ravens. That's nice. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. um, the Jags get a bunch, a bunch of like first round picks, and then the Rams get Ramsey. I mean, that's if if I look at it, but I mean, everybody won e- equally. Yeah. You know. Uh. I mean the Rams won, but they also just you know you gotta. Their defense was kind of their issue, but their immediate issue is their offensive line, right now to me. And mm-hmm. you know sending away two years worth of first round picks in the third round, I think that do sound crazy. You know they yeah. don't like. Where are you going to find these guys to fulfill these needs on the offensive line? Are you going to go out and trade for them? Are you going to go out and get them in free agency this upcoming season? But where is that money going to come from? Because mm-hmm. you know they're going to pay Jalen Ramsey whatever he want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. To me, they have they have different need, uh, different uh, 
you know, places that they that they need to fulfill some needs at, and they have to lead on the other side of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he hurt. So he on IR for like six weeks, I think. So I, I think that's time. that's that's another reason why they why they went and got him. Yeah, though. that is that was a reason to me. So yeah. I mean, I guess all in all, if you're looking at it player for player, of course, every team that was uh, incorporated in that trade yeah. got something positive from it. Cool. Well, look, man, I appreciate you coming through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm sure you're going to be through again. Um, again, people, if you want to bet and make some money, man, go to BetDSI and get a promo code Benny100. If you want to bet and make some money and get your, get paid fast, that's where you go, BetDSI, promo code Benny100. Uh, thank you guys again for, for coming on the Benny and the Boom podcast. Peace out. Peace. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.